Hi everybody, it's Richard Zwick at the Green Peak. And joining us this week, we've got Barak Blockwell, who's the COO of Zone Properties. Welcome aboard, Barak. Hey, thanks for having me. So, Barak, you know, we had um, Brian McLaren on about a year ago, and it was really interesting discussion about uh, Zone's business model and how you were working with a lot of cannabis companies around the developing uh, and the real estate development side of the the industry. And that's a that's a part of the business that a lot of operators, you know, it's a necessary evil, of course, you're building out your facility, you want it to look amazing, but you need the help and you can't be an expert at everything. Zoned has expanded a bit since uh, Brian and I spoke and you're now dealing also with some technology around the build outs. Tell, tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So um, thanks again for having me, uh, Bar- Barrick Blackwell and uh, COO of Zoned Properties. Um, so just quick refresher, Zoned Properties is a commercial real estate services company that is um, focused on highly regulated industries. So right now, 99% of our work is in the cannabis space. Uh, We've been around for about a decade um, based in Arizona, but do work in uh, around 10 different states. Um, And and, and, uh, kind of our core activities are centered around um, assisting operators with the complexity around cannabis real estate. So um, everything from uh, zoning and entitlement related issues we do a lot of site identification work, so helping operators right. find uh, quality uh, real estate um, that complies with local zoning, uh, and we can get into that as, as much detail as we want. Um, and then we also uh, are, are continuing to expand our portfolio. So we're an active buyer, a cannabis-friendly landlord, um, are working towards uh, adding to that portfolio and leasing back to the cannabis industry um you know over the next few years um but the the right because that that helps the operators get access to capital where they may have purchased the property before and now they've got you know capital constraints or you know needs for growth so not being the landlord and the tenant at the same time frees up a lot of capital for them how do you manage that against you know the economic uncertainties that we're dealing with today in the marketplace i mean some people look at inflation and some of the real estate issues as being transitory some people think we're in for a rough ride how do you look at it yeah no that's a great question um you know to be honest i think uh the cannabis industry as a whole obviously is affected by macro level issues um but in some ways it it kind of lives in its own vacuum you know a lot of the markets that we're participating in um, are are either limited license markets or markets that are coming online that are new. So, um, you know, really active right now in Mississippi, Alabama, uh, Arkansas, um, you know, Ohio, with their new licenses being issued. Um, you know, states that are that are are emerging in some ways. So, right. um, obviously, interest rates are a big one for us. Um, so, so, so that that's a major. Um, uh, kind of inflection point for us to, to, to consider as we're a buyer in the market. But at the end of the day, our services and our technology, which we're going to talk about, um, give us give us insight and, um, and uh, uh, ways to create relationships with operators that other maybe passive real estate investors don't have. So we have really good um, seats at the table with many leadership teams across the country. Right. Uh, which obviously mitigates our risk as a buyer. So um, we're paying attention to all of it. All the variables um, that are non-cannabis are obviously at play, but um, but the, the cannabis-specific nuance, um, we think that uh, specifically the technology piece, 
um, you know, the likes of our investment into Anami Tech, which we can talk about, um, as well as Rezone. Um, you know, both of those give us uh, ways to mitigate the risk for any real estate development project specific to the cannabis industry. Um, so, so we're excited about that, and 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 definitely think that uh, it's uh, it's 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 going to play a critical role for us going forward. Well, it will, and from what I understand, some of those technologies and the pieces really help provide, you know, a greater cost certainty for the operator who's building out. Um, and with that uncertainty, that you know, with the uncertainty in the marketplace, any area you can have cost certainty is is a is a win. Um, the technology that you've been speaking about with regards to, you know, the Anami tech, and then uh, I believe you've got um, prop tech as well as a sub or part of it as well. How do those fit together for the operator? Is it making it more and more turnkey for them? Or where does it really begin and end? Yeah, let me maybe start with Rezone, which is a cannabis mapping software that we've been developing with a partner um, locally in the U.S., um, so Rezone is uh, essentially a one-stop shop um, green zone uh, identifier uh, within a variety of different municipalities. So eventually it'll be, it'll be uh, countrywide. Um, right now it's in beta. We right. have a few states online. And the purpose of Rezone for us is um, our business model on the site identification side, so assisting operators find compliant real estate, is uh, is not very cost effective for for the for the likes of a social equity applicant or or maybe a startup or or a, or a mom and pop operation. So one of the things we've been discussing internally is how do we democratize that process a little bit more? How do we give tools back to operators that? Um, that, that could benefit from something like this to be able to make um, key real estate decisions, finding the right home for their business. So Rezone essentially, yeah, go ahead. So in, in the scenario where you, you acquire or pick up a license, but you haven't identified the location or had it geographically zoned to start with, you assist them in finding that property. Correct. Yep. That's that's one of our most active pieces of zone properties business. Right. Um, and and rezone would be more of a, um, a a wider net. We would be we would get exposed to uh, a wider range of operators, and it's kind of a do-it-yourself model. So okay. if you're going to engage with zones, it's it's a um, it's more of a consulting arrangement, and again, not very cost-effective if you're um, on a tight budget. Rezone is is meant to be kind of as kind of a SaaS product, so you can you know subscribe to it on a monthly basis with a specific right. geography in mind, and it would essentially give you um, some guidance as to where to look uh, for uh, for green zone properties. So um, the idea being to make it easier, um, kind of giving them you know the tools to be able to make key decisions uh, either pre-license or post-license. And in that, how many, I mean, there's so many jurisdictions and there's municipalities, there's of course the states and, you know, then there's uh, all sorts of restrictions within it with regards to other property holders and lands around it. How in depth do you go with regards to that availability of information and how many states do you cover? Yeah, right now we're in, uh, we're in Arizona, Mississippi and New Jersey. Um, those are the, okay. the three markets that we've unlocked so far. Um, definitely still in beta, but we're working with uh, some partners to, to continue to bring that to market. Um, 
you know, right now it's, it's, it's primarily zoning related. So right. as you can imagine, that's a difficult task in and of itself. Um, to, for, for those that don't know, if you're going to go look for a, uh, let's just say a retail property, every municipality has their own zoning ordinance related to cannabis retail properties. Sure. Um, and each county will have their own, in some cases, in most cases, online GIS system where you can you can go in and you can kind of look at the map, show, uh, look at maybe commercial properties uh, uh, to some degree uh, and do it that way. Where it becomes complicated is if you're looking at maybe a, uh, a region or an entire state, you would have to have a different GIS system up and running uh, uh, looking at all those different counties, some di- some different municipalities have uh, maybe PDF zoning maps. Right. Uh, that's where it gets really complicated. And so rezone is is uh, essentially distilling all that information into an easy to use uh, platform that you can toggle between different geographies and look at the same type of uh, of, of data. So well, that definitely um, would save a lot of time for anybody who's trying to figure out you know, where to open up their next operation or even their very first one, because then they can overlay a lot of the demographic data and understand the population around it as well. And I assume they can also see what else is located in the area as far as dispensaries and other operations. But Barek, we do have to take a short break. We're going to be back in a moment with uh, Barek Blackwell from uh, Zone Properties. I'm Richard Zwicky with The Green Peak. The Green Peak will climb back into your podcast player after we play some messages from our sponsors. And we're back on the Green Peak with Breck Blockwell from uh, Zone Properties. And Breck, um, just before the break, we're talking a bit about the overlays, the GIS information that allows operators to start zooming into which properties are available. Then, of course, they'd have to make a decision based on the demographics of the area and who else is there. How, how do you, how does what you're offering stack up with regards to adding that information? I don't mean stacking up as a pun on words considering sure. this is GIS info, but. <laughs> Yeah. So, so apart from zoning, which is obviously step one, um, there's obviously the uh, setback distance from sensitive uses that's also necessary. So, um, similarly to the zoning, um, you know, every ordinance, every every municipality has their own um, requirements on how far your business needs to be from a church, school, uh, daycare, yep. etc. So, uh, rezone the long-term plan for it is to be able to visually uh, use the tool to be able to, um, to see those distance buffers, um, and also toggle them yourself. So be able to adjust those. Maybe there's a municipality that's discussing an ordinance update and they're going to make it more lax or more restrictive. You can manually toggle those. That's, that's the end goal there. Um, and then at that point, look, we're, we're not going to be in the business of saying, Hey, these five parcels are completely good to go. You won't have any issues getting these entitled for cannabis use. Sure. It's going to be more of a proceed with caution. So at that point, um, I think uh, the, the, the plan with it is to have uh, a next step defined where they could either reach out to either zone properties or a local uh, you know, real estate partner and, uh, and, and, and pursue those properties um, for release or for sale. Right. Um, and so would that be a step where they've identified the properties and then they work with your your main, you know, the main zoned properties area of the business to now complete? Correct. Yeah. So we have a licensed brokerage. 
Um, you know, our team is very uh, experienced in negotiating these deals. Um, so the complexity that, 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 you know, the next step in terms of making sure that that property doesn't have, um, you know, debt that could disqualify a cannabis use, um, sure. insurance, those types of things. Um, that's where a real estate professional is necessary. And, and we do that work um, for sure. So it's um, so rezone at the end of the day is speeding up that process, the research phase of, you know, where can I locate and, uh, and, 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 uh, and, and helping that, that kind of more um, larger uh, 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 operator base of either social equity or, you know, startups. Yeah. And, you know, it's, I, years ago, I built a, a small retail chain. It had nothing to do with cannabis. It was too long ago for that. But the myriad of issues you dealt with, even in that scenario, uh, which should be a very simple process, is astonishing. And you overlay the challenges the cannabis operator has, and you really have to scratch your head. I know, you know, having worked with building production facilities here and elsewhere, um, the hoops you jump through from a regulatory and a proof point perspective is is mind-boggling because especially when you're already operating under as a licensed facility and in a licensing arrangement you're already vetted and then it's kind of like yeah everybody else vetted you but we need to vet you once more um how do you work with the operators who are going through that because um you know it's almost like they need to prepare binders of information that they hand each to the next one and it isn't always new but there's always going to be subtleties how do you help them navigate that yeah so so it's a great question uh, i similarly have non-cannabis retail experience spent a number of years with cold stone creamery and Krispy cream donuts developing oh, yeah. uh, those brands uh both in the u.s and internationally um right. so so similarly when i joined zone a couple of years ago uh, I, 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 that was my first question is how do you get around, you know, the, the vetting of these operators? Um, a lot of times, uh, there's a lack of sophistication on projections or, uh, you know, business plans. So we don't, we don't, um, we don't build business plans ourselves. I think what we're, right. what we're in the business of doing is, um, is we educate property owners who may not be familiar with, uh, cannabis about, um, the potential hurdles. Um, we, we also, you know, obviously a hot topic is contingencies. So mm -hmm. if we're going to go into a, a real estate related deal, um, we want to make sure that our client has, um, the, uh, uh, the, the comfort knowing that they're not going to be locked into a long-term liability without a license. Right. So the contingency periods can end up being very long. So, so yeah, bundling up a, a package that presents the operator as, um, as uh, they know what they're doing, they've got the right professionals at the table to handle their application. Um, you know, that kind of uh, passing along of information is definitely something that we coordinate. Um, and then it kind of rolls right into a NAMI tech. So if we can talk about that for a second. Yeah, please. Again, a NAMI tech is, is uh, an investment that we just made um, and a company based out of California um, their main product right now is called Green Space Pro. And again, all of our property technology um, activity is really around mitigating risk and right. providing value for operators through the process. So, so you talk about bringing an operator to a property owner and wanting to provide them some level of comfort that this operator knows what they're doing. Green Space, what it does is <clears throat> uh, provides a, it's, it's, it's a project management solution uh, 
um, around uh, compliant cannabis businesses. So how do I bring a project from LOI or lease signing to open and, uh, and, and inspections post opening. So, right. um, green space has templates across the board for municipal, um, application related items. Um, they have, <clears throat> um, project management solutions to be able to show the roadmap to opening. Um, so providing a, a, a property owner with, um, a Gantt chart, for example, um, showing that this is exactly the process that we've laid out. This is the timelines that we need to hit. Um, right. it, uh, it, it gives them a lot more comfort than saying like, Hey, we need 90 days and, and we'll see how it goes after that. So, um, so a, a green space is an interesting product. It's, it's, it's a new product that's coming onto the market cannabis specific. So, uh, many of the, um, templated, uh, documents and modules within it are around compliance. So making sure that you don't miss um, a, a, a renewal date uh, for a license or um, making sure that you have all your necessary materials ready for a potential inspection. All of that is housed within one uh, you know, backend system that's easy to use and user-friendly. Right, and you know that's, that is something which takes you a bit sep- well, separate from a lot of the companies that are working in finance in the space, which go in and they provide the financial support so that the operator can have the building, you know, do the TI to fit it out and so on and so forth. You're really continue to stay involved in, in a sense in helping them. It's not manage the business, but manage the property management side of it. And so it's a bit more of a um, active property management group. How, you know, how does that separate you in terms of pricing for everybody else? Because obviously you're, you're going to charge a bit more, but that's going to add value on the other end that it should cost the operator less overall than having to put the different pieces together. How do you structure it? Yeah. So, so, so uh, a green space similarly to rezone is a SaaS product. So you can, uh, you can subscribe to it, uh, pay a monthly fee. Um, and, uh, and, and so, so very cost-effective from that point of view. Um, I mean, look, I think all, non-cannabis or cannabis retail development, your biggest uh, ticket items are going to be mistakes or, or oversights. Absolutely. So uh, again, any business. I think, uh, <laughs> any business, exactly. So, so to that point, um, you know, what does Rezone do? It speeds up that process. You're not going to waste time. You're not going to waste money. Um, you know, maybe pursuing a property that's, that's not in a green zone. Um, you know, green space, similarly, uh, uh, providing that, that um, stopgap uh, on, on SOPs, um, you know, uh, compliance related documents to make sure you don't miss something. I mean, the, 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 to, to try to value the potential error of missing a renewal on a license, uh, depending on the market, could be uh, extreme. So, um, you know, to that point, um, being able to, to, uh, to present that. And again, I think bringing an operator to a property owner um, and showing a, a, a nicely put together set of materials, you know, showing them the roadmap to opening, um, you're going to be able to work out more cost-effective real estate-related deals as well. Um, it's all—it's all—it's a, a credit—it's a credit system in a lot of ways. You know, if a right. landlord sees that this is high risk, your rental rate's going to go up. So, of course, being able to come prepared and have those documents ready to go. Um, will 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 definitely um, save money long term. 
Right. No, it absolutely, you know, the more you can also <clears throat> have managed efficiently and avoid the errors is a big part. And a lot of people, you know, for want of a better term, they choke on seeing some bills. But then when they take a step back, if they think it through, the cost they're avoiding by not making those mistakes is huge. Um, Barak, we do have to take one more short break before we come back again on The Green Peak. We'll be back in a moment with Barak Blackwell from Zone Properties. The Green Peak will climb back into your podcast player after we play some messages from our sponsors. And we're back on The Green Peak with Barak Blackwell from Zone Properties. And Barak, you know, just before the break, we're talking about the, you know, the, the efficiency of having so much bundled together. And I know I've spoken with, uh, you know, recently with some operators who are bundling together a lot of the construction side of the business, where uh, once you've got the piece identified, you need the full build out, be it the design of the facility, from the design of the facility through the construction and delivery in a turnkey method. How, how do you interact with operate the companies that perform those services because it seems to me you're handling the part where you're helping them secure the property identify the right one and then manage through the licensing and the ongoing side but they have that other piece which is required how do you interact with those op- part of the operation because obviously the co- money they spent on those areas is going to affect everything else as well. Yeah, it's a great question. Mm-hmm. And um, to try to be as, as simple as possible. So zone properties, we, we definitely stay in our lane. So, um, you know, real estate related services, site identification, brokerage work, um, property technology and uh, acquisitions of property um, are definitely our core focuses. Um, we have uh, some really strong, you know, being around for almost a decade, some strong relationships with people that have been there, done that. Right. And, uh, and part of that is, is, has, has turned into some of our prop tech opportunities. So Anami Tech is, is the birth child of uh, Temeca. Temeca is a design build company um, yep. based out of California that um, does uh, some really great work across the country. Um, and so, so for those guys, uh, and then similar to other aspects of the business, whether it's accounting or land use attorney related work, um, having a partner who knows, uh, you know, who to turn to, um, if uh, a situation arises is extremely important. So, um, we think that our years of experience in the industry, um, we, we, we know, uh, who to contact, who not to, depending on the situation that arises. But um, Temeca um, obviously saw the benefit of developing, you know, their first product, Green Space Pro, um, as a way to have um, their clients, um, mm-hmm. you know, put them through Green Space and keep everybody in the loop about what stage in construction and development the project is at. So um, automatically pinging, let's just say, the ops team when. Uh, a CFO has been issued to start uh, their training program, their hiring program for that location. Um, right. It's really, it's really a one-stop shop for for keeping you know the teams all aligned, even when there's vendors involved. Sure. So, so you know, and then the next step is when companies come to you with regards to needing your assistance, how do you validate them to understand that they're going to be a good fit? What do they have to bring to the table? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. Um, we so we we don't necessarily have um, specific um, you know disqualifiers or, or or requirements for a client 
at the end of the day, we obviously want to make sure that they are prepared and they have uh -huh. the means to transact. So if we're going to work with them on the brokerage side or, or potentially on our, our portfolio side, um, we do a little bit of uh, work with them to understand um, their current capital structure, um, you know, what they've, what they've um, set aside for, um, for any real estate related uh, work or transactions, right. um, what, what the management team looks like. At the end of the day, we want to work with groups that, that are, you know, that share, share our values. So, uh -huh. so are similar in values to, to zones. Um, and so we do, a, we do a little bit of work there. We do some interviews and, and, and conduct kind of more uh, roundtable discussions about that. Um, we also like to work with groups that are, um, that are, are, are multi-state, um, but, but that's right. not a requirement by any means. So we do, we do a ton of work with social equity operators specific to certain markets. Um, and, uh, yeah. Hmm. Okay. And, you know, so businesses who want to get in touch with you to learn more about zoned and anami and green space and the different processes to flow through, who should they reach out to and how should they find out more? Yeah, they can uh, they can head to our website. So our website is zoned z o n e d properties plural dot com zoned properties dot com. Yep. Um, you can find some information about us. Um, Anami Tech uh, a n a m i uh, Tech dot com as well. Um, the the link to Green Space uh, is is on that yep. website as well. Um, and all of our contact information at zoned is is on our website. Um, encourage people to check us out. And Rezone um, is rezone.io, R-E-E-Z-O-N-E.io. And there, do you have a checklist that people can look at to what they need to bring to the table? Yeah, we do. So if, you, um, uh, if you're on our website, uh, it will prompt you um, to, uh, to, to click a link and there's a project checklist that, uh, that, that's also there and helpful for people to understand some of the basics that you need to keep in mind when looking at a cannabis project. Yeah, and well, with any project really that's dealing with any any build outs, it's uh, it's important yep. to have those lists, and so that's really helpful to put that up there. So, Breck, I'd like to thank you for joining us on the Green Peak this week. It's been a really interesting discussion. No, thank you. I really appreciate it. And uh, we'll be back again with everybody next week. I'm Richard Zwicky, and look forward to chatting again. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.